Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. Well, this is Chris down on the beach this time, walking like the chook's last walk to the wood heap, walking towards a ice-cold water swim, which is so fantastic. As somebody said, I go in every day for a swim with a hundred problems, and I come out with two, and if my towel is still there, it's going to be a great day. <laughs> It's sort of not true, but it sort of is. It seems putting your head underwater is just a great way to start the day. My son has told me, he, as you know, he travelled with his mum and brother and sister around the world for seven, eight years, I think, on a yacht uh, from Geelong to the Caribbean and everywhere in between and all the way back again and then got a job, full-time job, on a America's Cup uh, vintage boat that his job was to sail to where the billionaire wanted it delivered to be raced. And he did that for five years and ended up marrying the chef on the boat. Um, and he said, my son said, if ever anyone on the boat was feeling cloudy, emotional, homesick or anything, they knew they had to put their head underwater. So they'd jump off the edge of the boat, obviously if it was sailing, not, but they'd jump off the edge of the boat and uh, just go underwater for a little while, have a bit of a swim. And he said it was the best therapy on earth. Um, and I guess the beauty of doing something like that when you're out in a, on a boat is you haven't got far to run. You can't go down the coffee shop or go down the beach for a walk or you're on a boat. You're, I think they're on the America's Cup boat. There were 12 professional full-time crew. Uh, big boat, but, but still quite small space. And so I guess the solutions you come up with for dealing with moods and frustrations and anger and all those things have to be pretty efficient and effective because nobody's going to tolerate bullshit on a boat for three months at sea delivering it from England to New Zealand for example or I don't know how long it took anyway a long time so uh, I've remembered that uh, and I know for me just going for a swim, dipping my head. Lottie's, my partner's father, tells a story of traveling around Australia when he brought the kids here when they were very small. Lottie was about, I think, 10 or 12. Not sure exactly the age. And there were six of them, family in the car. And one day they were driving along and Lottie was in such a bad mood and a dark energy in a car, which is pretty powerful when you think about it, that a, kid can influence the energy of a whole car but they pulled up I think Dubbo or somewhere and I went to the council offices and begged them to open the swimming pool so she could do a couple of laps because she becomes a different person after dipping her head in water too I don't think it's a hot shower it doesn't feel the same it could be a cold shower, but 
I'm sort of a bit of a wimp when it comes to those things. Uh, I used to love them, but, but the water here is way colder than a cold shower, I promise you that. Right now, I don't know what the temperature is in, in real numbers, but my suspicion is about 14. And because I'm pampered and Bondi, the truth is it's probably 18, but it feels like 14. Anyway, that's a separate story. And I, I think it's quite good because we've all got people that we care about that get into moods and who go head for the pampering environments of alcohol and TV and projecting it onto others because they can. And uh, as Lotha's father demonstrated and my son illustrated, uh, sometimes just a physical experience of jumping in the in a cold shower or jumping in a bath, hot or cold, might be a miracle solution just built in just as one of nature's cures. You know that water element in the world is nurturing and caring. Uh, some people are born with that constitution so they don't have to jump in a cold shower or a, a warm bath or a swimming pool because it's their constitution. And their constitution wraps them in a watery bubble permanently. There are others who put on weight and weight is water. Make sure you know that. They call it fat, but 90% of fat is water. So when a person puts on water and retains water, it's for protection. It's for nurturing because they're just not feeling wanted, loved, nurtured, cared for. And of course, they will get angry about that and project it out and say, you don't care for me and you don't do this and you don't do that, but, uh, and therefore put on water. But the person who needs to love and accept them and see themselves as perfect is themselves. That transition is not an easy one. Not many people can make it actually, to realize that the thing they want from their partner most is what they most need to give to themselves. Again, because we're not living on a yacht, because we're not uh, limited in our resources, we use blame and victimhood, uh, alcohol and all sorts of things to <clears throat> avoid the reality that what we're missing in life we need to give to ourselves. If we're not being nurtured by a partner, it's, it's not their partners that's their partners imperfect. It's that we're not nurturing ourselves. But we love to blame. It's easy because we can. Um, if we lack the discipline to eat well and love ourselves enough at night after a day's work, if we're not disciplined enough to go back over the day and see that the day is a balance of good news, bad news, of production and lack of it, <clears throat> that we 
the definition of perfect is what we probably call imperfect. That perfect is a balance of doing well and doing badly, of achieving and failing, of, and that is what's needed for nurturing because think about it, Mother Earth, does she care whether you're a bank robber, a murderer? Does she care what religion you follow? No. You get air to breathe, food to eat, a body to live in. You get resources, no matter what good or bad you think you did. So, just like her mother, in a metaphysical sense, she's unconditional. I remember watching a, one of those documentaries about uh, wrongly accused and a man was accused, found guilty in the end of really hurting some people, raping and killing and doing all sorts of things and they interviewed his mother and he said, well, he deserves to die and I know he's going on death row, he deserves to die for what he did, but I still love him. And in one hand, she's subscribing to the concept of imperfect and disobedient to the laws of the world, and understandably so. On the other hand, she's saying, I still unconditionally love this person because they're a balance of good and bad. And that's the unbelievable depth of nature or the universe that love even the people the worst people in jail are still nurtured and loved by nature she doesn't judge them their incarceration is only a mental game nature doesn't play it we do because we're afraid of them we want to punish them unjustly but nature doesn't judge And I think the nurturing we often crave from somebody else is the water element. And that's why people put on weight. I remember working with a lady in Canada who was an ice skater, a ballet ice skater. And she was as round as she was high but if you squeezed the fat the bulb around this person if you squeezed it with your fingers which I did you would find underneath very little bones so she wasn't a water element but she'd surrounded herself with water to cope with her perception of imperfect And the work that I did with her was not about weight loss. It was about seeing perfection in whatever it was that she felt she needed to protect herself from. It was a big journey and a brave one. 
would you believe she ended up coming to Nepal? This beautiful person. She was as high as she was round. She had to have all her trekking gear made. And the way she did the trek was we flew her by aeroplanes and helicopters to places that only required a short day's walk to where my group would be. Then she just, with her guide, walked back to the airport, flew back to Kathmandu, and then flew up to the next airport where we were. They called her Buffalo Joan because one of the hills, she couldn't make it. So we hired a poor old donkey to carry this massive load. And this donkey carried 100 kilos and her guide had to walk beside her holding her leg to prevent her rolling off the donkey. And she made it. We helicoptered her out from the place she made it to because going down on a donkey down a steep slope for five hours would be impossible. What a wonderful human being. And bit by bit, she lost weight because bit by bit, unfortunately for her, it took a long time, but it took the time it needed. Bit by bit, she looked for perfection in herself in the events that had led up to this moment and in the dramas that she felt she needed to protect others from, which was in a sense her work. Because she felt she needed to protect people from the violence of life, and that's a good purpose. But because she wanted to protect others from the violence of life, she felt the need to protect herself. And this was the fluid around her body. So she invented the water element. So instead of having a partner to protect her, she built a partner over her body to protect her. And instead of being obsessed, as I said earlier, with changing her, my job was to teach her to love this water rather than to want to get rid of it, to love it for what it was doing for her protecting her and appreciate it and not want to get rid of it until her viewpoint, her perception of life was more in line with perfection, seeing it perfect, nothing to change, only something to love. And I think that's a far wiser way to approach the whole self-help thing the whole personal change thing is that whenever you perceive something about you that you need to change or fix or repair or improve say to yourself there's nothing to change only something to love and I think truly at the end of the day that is impossible to do from your own vantage this is where it's essential to be coached. There's nothing to change, only something to love. Because we're not on a yacht and we have so many places to escape to, to prevent us confronting 
whole myth and paradigm that we've built up over a lifetime since our childhood. Nothing to change, only something to love. It's the only way to develop the habit of perfection rather than the habit of fault finding. Hmm. Well, I'm at my swim spot. I've delayed it as long as possible. <laughs> it's time to go and get cold and wet and dip my head beneath the ocean waves. Maybe I can say I go in with one problem and come out with none. Whatever it is, it's a discipline. Bye for now. <laughs>